Oh, yeah. Are we podcasting? We're podcasting. We're live, bro. Oh, damn. A hot mic. How are you, TJ? Well, a beautiful Sunday morning here in, in, in sunny Los Angeles. How are you feeling? Uh, I don't feel 100%. It is a beautiful sunny day, though, isn't it? This is what I signed up for. That little rain, you know, that traffic, all that stuff. Uh, it's out of sight, out of mind now. We're just staring at at the beautiful sun overhead, waiting to tan my pale eastern East Coast skin. Um, I can't wait. <laughs> eastern American skin? Eastern American, yeah. I'm an Eastern American. Yeah, you f- are you feeling hungover, Chris? <laughs> no, I'm not, actually. I feel pretty good. Um, mm, but TJ, I would love to ask if, if Casamigos TJ is hungover today. I felt better in my life overall, sure. But it's not it's not that bad. I think I, ha- I have too much stuff going on today to to rest i think that's kind of the the hangover curse is when you mm. when you're like all right i'm gonna be hungover i'm gonna sit on the couch i'm gonna you know eat some bad food i'm gonna watch tv all day that's when that's when it hits you but if you can kind of get in front of it and stay in front of it you can make it through and that's sort of what my goal is today but i know uh, i usually crash out around 3 or 4 p.m and then it's just kind of a wash mm. well unfortunately you have to <laughs> prepare a meal for me <laughs> so <laughs> i do wake up bitch ring ring <laughs> um that's one of the one of the things on my to-do list is to prepare you a fine meal and then and don't worry chris will be making your favorite cuisine uh, the food of Korea. Well, I like to explore different regions, um, <laughs> aste- not only aesthetically, but also through my palette. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to have you do that. Unfortunately, you are a white man, so I'm going to have to say that this is probably not mm-hmm. the best idea. Um, but well, I guess well, you don't, don't worry. I'm not. I'm not making the kimchi from scratch. Don't worry. Okay. 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 I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to call. Mostly... I, I'm not going to alert any members of the Bon Appetit editorial team um, <laughs> to this to this to this development. But I will enjoy the flavors of Korea prepared by um, a white man from Orange County. Yeah. So I'm going to make kimchi, um, fried chicken, and waffles for you. Okay. Perfect. When we're going to do it. It's going to be a little bit different. Um, normally, mm-hmm. the Korean stuff it's kind of too spicy. So we're going to use ketchup mm. instead it's going to be kind of nice perfect yeah i'd love that yeah if you could just pare down all spices for me that'd be great because mm-hmm. although i have a spicy personality um i'm a baby when it you comes. have a, you have you have a spicy personality but a, a gentrified palate oh my palate oh yeah bro my palate oh, <laughs> looks like a bad neighborhood and now every house has got orange doors and you're, a fucking <laughs> prius outside your your mouth has a tesla charging station on the side of it <laughs> exactly but jason i would love for you to share with the group uh-huh. why you're feeling a little a little less than less than 100 percent this morning uh yeah you know my name is jason stewart and i am a uh, pasta holic i ate a bunch of pasta <laughs> at, at freaking emily oberg's house and did you're, you're mushrooms a, and tequila <laughs> i forgot you took mushrooms i forgot about that yeah i mean mushrooms are hot right now it was it was the chocolate mushrooms, which is a little it's a little too I don't, I don't like it that much, you know. Why does every drug get ruined? Like, why can't the only drug that will be f- cool forever is heroin because regular people are too pussy to do it? Mm-hmm. And they're not gonna ever find a way to make it, you know, millennial packaging, graphic design heroin. <laughs> this is a good idea. I mean, this the, I would well, maybe maybe that's where we get it. I mean, obviously, it is illegal to sell heroin. And it can tear communities apart, sure. But yeah, I mean, but some people, you I know, if you think about it, though, Jason, if, we, if we're talking about packaging, the heroin stamp bag packaging is the original cool drug packaging. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure that you have a book somewhere at your parents' house that has a bunch of you know, all the archived scans from no, those no, cool no. heroin book bags. No, no, no. But, but, but it is an interesting. So, yeah, mushrooms have been repackaged by fucking Venice bros with tinted lenses and... Um, <laughs> It is. It is. You keep them in. You keep them in your Tesla, and if the cops pull you over, it, it's just like what, man. I'm just trying to. You know, I just microdose. Is that there, is that what you bro, would say? These are going to be legal in like three months. Like, exactly. where are we really doing this? Um, yeah, like the the pack the the packaging that it came in. It was like it was little, nice. It was a little. Yeah, it was like a nice. It was like a, a box that someone made, like a, a a design company designed like a very nice logo. And it says a, it's called a psilocybin snack. Oh which, my god! <laughs> oh my god! Which, I hate know, that. That's I've what I call you. That's that. what I call you, though, when you're on mushrooms and your shirt comes <laughs> off. So I understand. I'm a, I'm a whole eighth uh, snack. <laughs> I'm looking like a whole eighth dipped in cacao. Fair trade. Yeah, but I did not. I I mean, I I felt a little warm and fuzzy from the mushrooms, but I didn't. I did not take off and go to Mars uh, at all. I would say I was feeling. I was. I got giggly. But I did not. I did not see Jesus. But we did have. I mean, I I should feel hungover from some of those delicious carbohydrates that I did indulge in, and I, you know, I'm feeling a little guilty about it today. But when the the chef himself is in the driveway firing that delicious mm-hmm. cloud like focaccia, um, <laughs> and I'm overlooking beautiful <laughs> Los Angeles, and I'm I'm looking at Jason, and he's his mouth is red from wine. <laughs> He smells like cigarettes. I mean, what can I do besides stare into his beautiful eyes and take a bite of that focaccia and be bad? Do you think that people like it when when the mouth is red from wine, or or it's always a turn off? Well, I mean, I think it's. <laughs> it depends. I mean, if you're ugly, it's ugly. But if you're hot, it's hot. I mean, okay, that's like anything. Yeah. It's like Kate smoking Moss, cigarettes. Kate Moss stumbling yeah. out of Balthazar. It's like smoking cigarettes. If you're ugly, smoking a cigarette, it's just ugly. But if you're Got hot, it. it's hot. You know. Got it. <laughs> Okay, so I could do whatever I want. I just have to maintain this hotness level. Exactly, and I'll tell you what's not going to help that hotness level, Jason, is that fucking second helping of rigatoni I saw your ass inhale last night. Look, I'm not a, I'm not a huge... I mean, I'll, people love the cacio pepe, but you know, it's such a simple dish that speaks volumes, but it, it never really clicked with me. And I, I definitely doubled down on my rigatoni with guanciale versus getting some, but the, some cacio e pepe. The cacio e pepe, I have to say, I, I, the preparation was exquisite. I loved how, <laughs> how toothy it was. Maybe a little too toothsome. I'll say it. Somebody can say it. It's not me. I'm not an expert. But so walk us through. We what do we we started okay, with the focaccia. Well, I mean, first of all, we have to say that this. So we were invited. It was, I guess, it was sort of a little impromptu kind of housewarming coming out party i think it was celebrating i think it was um celebrating the spring equinox as well as a a rebirth for all of us um in this in this quickly approaching post-covid society but also housewarming an an unofficial new ruse celebration Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. the spring uh awakening and new year ceremony for our shout out to all shout out to all of our fucking iranian listeners we love you guys yeah if you if you jumped over a fire in the last week make some motherfucking noise (laughs) we can hear you have you ever? You've never done that before, right, Chris? I did it once. I haven't. I haven't. But I did tell you about my blisters I'm having right now from walking <laughs> up the hill in Birkenstocks, and I, I, it does. It reminds me of what it would be yeah, like. You know what reminds me of the ceremony where you jump over the fire to cleanse yourself, or <laughs> I forgot why what the meaning behind it is. But it was really fun. But you're like, mm. well, that reminds me that my dogs have been barking. Do you remember? Do you remember the episode of The Office where they firewalked? Mm, 
I don't think so. Okay, well, if you do, you, you get my joke. But anyway, let's. So we, we yeah, okay. it's a spring okay. equinox. So, yeah, it should be so. Yeah, to paint the scene, she she's got a new crib. It's up in the hills, and she had Felix the restaurant from Evan Funkman Funky, who is known across the world as a, a guy who makes the pasta just like the Nonas do, and. <laughs> Thankfully, she had, um, you know, she she said let it spray and, and hired him to come through, bring the pizza oven, the whole nine yards. It was, I mean, it was, it was truly it was impressive. Like I was at, it, was, a, it was like I was at a rich person or a famous person's wedding. It was the wedding level engagement. It did feel it did feel wedding level, but only of the ultimate taste. But yeah, it was. I mean, it was great. The setting. I mean, the the view is beautiful. The tablescape was was magnific- magnificent. Mm-hmm. The scent of the house. I mean, it was great. You know what I mean? It was just, it was a plus. Um, Jason showed up wearing his, his, uh, Sunday best, which consider a white t-shirt from Amazon and some Birkenstocks. Um, I was wearing a, a dress shirt over that from a brand called Z- Emilio Zenia, and I had a Prada coat on. You look like an Italian businessman who had, 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 uh, let it all hang out cause he'd been working all day. Um, that's a good look. That's, it is I, a good look. not because an insult. Of, uh, because of the food, I'm saying you look great. No, you look great, and and so don't backpedal. I would never. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we take in we take in the view. There's there's it's a small group, but of course a considered uh, a considered group. Uh, some we know, some we don't. Uh, a, a who's who of something. Um, and then um, what what is it that we what did we start with, Jason? We started with the focaccia. We got, yeah, we started off with the focaccia, and it was good that it was such a small group. You know, it was maybe like 10, 12 people total, and it, you know, it was a family style feast. So usually when you're at one of those things where you're eating a family style. Good point. It's a little, they're kind of skimping on the portions and you got to kind of be mindful of how much you're shoveling onto your plate. And for this one, it was, it was, there was too much of everything, like, which, which was nice. It, it, I, I love that feeling of knowing that, like, you're not going to reach the bottom of the focaccia. But yeah, the, the, his famous focaccia, of course, went down. Had a couple wedges of that donut like focaccia, mamma mia. And you know, I mean, look, you guys have all heard about this, but let me just say, as a, as a person who doesn't indulge uh, that often, it is fucked up good. Mm-hmm. It really is that good. It really is that good. And then we moved on to a, um, what was that salad, Jason? It has some cucumber and tomato in it. That was a, uh, a panzanella salad or i guess you know a little bit of a panzanella italian fatouche vibe that was you know tomatoes some persian cucumbers cubed up nicely um topped with a couple of fatty dollops yeah no i mean it was it was full baseballs of burrata and then you know some leftover bread that was made into croutons so it's like a you get the crunchy crouton bread, and then that gets soaked up by the vinaigrette, so it's a little crunchy, a little soggy. Bunch of herbs, a lot of fresh parsley. That was a delicious salad. I could have eaten that yeah, you know, as my only meal and only item on the meal, and been quite happy with it. But but the funk man kept hitting us, didn't he? The funk man kept hitting us, and the, I gotta say, the staff was excellent too. They were they were they were really primed. They they'd they'd bust in the staff from the Venice location, so we were only dealing with the fucking best. And as the as the night progressed and the wine flowed more i went from being a kind and respectful person to being a little bit of a knob but and i feel bad for that that's kind of your whole thing that's kind of you i think from morning to night every day i'm a 24 7 knob mm-hmm. <laughs> 24 i was being 7. an absolute bell end you were you were a bell end bro <laughs> um and then we had 
Then we had the the pasta, correct? Then we had the 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 uh, rigatoni that we mentioned. Then we had uh, along with the uh, cacio e pepe, and then mm-hmm. the branzino finisher was absolutely insane. Dude, I, I had never had the branzino, and it was very nice. I I don't know how it was prepared, but it was. I mean, it it almost felt steamed or salt baked, maybe because there was no coloration on it. No, it was very light. No it was roasting. Very light. Yeah, it was and very it was, light. It was Skin still on. On top of a bed of uh, artichoke and and fennel, or just artichoke. Yeah, I think it was like shaved some like shaved artichoke hearts with. I think there may have been a little bit of fennel and a bunch of herbs, but yeah, that was really really nice and light and elegant. And then of course, uh, no Italian meal would be complete without a, a, a tiramisu. Uh, one per person. Really good tiramisu. I did not see the bottom of that one. I was too busy looking for the Casamigos at that point. Mm-hmm. So, so Jason is obviously drunk on wine. I'm egging him on as I do. <laughs> he, uh, uh, um, uninvited uh, and and uh, without asking, grabs a bottle of of uh, Randy. And George's Casamigos uh, from well, the I mean, wet you say, bar. You say it was uninvited, but like we're we're in an area, and then sh- she has a wet bar, and there's like there's like candy and cigarettes and all and all these things that are sort of it, it was an inviting spread. It wasn't like Jason. It was, it was inviting spread, but if look if if you came to my house and did that, I'd be okay with it. But some people they're breaking your spray finger for touching their casa. <laughs> breaking my spray finger? I need that. I'll, no, I'll, sorry. I'll, I'll take the Arcteryx back. So Jason cracks the casa uh-huh. and proceeds to to pour a healthy shot into his wine glass, creating a strange mix of Chianti and casa. Turn I turned the Migos into a rose. It was, it was exactly a, a beautiful then, uh, blush color that could only be achieved by TJ's special blend. Yes, you and Darren, Darren, who also showed up with a six pack of Modelo in his bag, which felt very pro. You never know what you're getting into. Not no, yeah, exactly. So you guys are sipping tequila, and then. Um, then we then we take a break for the room changeover uh, <laughs> outside. You know, it's a little chilly, but everybody's in their little group chatting, blasting cigs, you know, catching up. And mm-hmm. then then the um, what would you call it, Jason? That would be called a makeshift discotheque. Yeah, discotheque spelled with a th and a q. Of course. And there is a uh, smoke machine. Um, there is a disco ball, mm-hmm. um, and there is music that that I sort of recognize as like um, electronic music greatest hits. Would you would you say is that safe to say? I, I've said it before. Oberg is a is an impressive selecta, and w- when it comes to that kind of music, whenever her and I would share the DJ booth for a party, I would always be pleasantly surprised by her ability for the amount of times she had DJed. Her level was much higher than other people who have that same level of experience it was impressive but she this yeah, feels this feels like an attack on my um incredible seated uh brit pop sets um you can look if you got something you need to say just say it i mean she is she is head and shoulders a much better dj than you it is it is impressive bitch i can play daft punk too like get me some celine shoes and let's see what i can do <laughs> it was it was a good mix you know the dinner the dinner party mix was like some kind of some light phoenix tunes some sade yeah felt, like i told you it felt like i I was in the hotel cost lobby ha- having a full fat cappuccino in 2005, uh-huh. which is good. That's a good vibe. That, that's, yeah, that's, we'll that's take excellent. that as a compli- compliment. The candles 200, uh, and you can't <laughs> take it in your carry on. But you know, continue. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, then when when Le Discotheque started up, it was a nice mix of some classic 70s disco mixed with you know music sounds better with you stardust that kind of that kind of stuff french french touch house music that is timeless and never gets old it was it was a vibe i was and i was it was a great it was night. the first time i had danced in a club like setting 
in you know over a year we could we could tell sweetie because the beat was you were looking for it and it wasn't finding you but you look like you're having a good time and that's what matters yeah well i would rather be a little offbeat gone off the casa than a wallflower like you chris i was busy probably making you money somehow on my cellular phone but um Yeah, yeah, I mean, you sure. were doing you were doing some some bomb ass networking at that at that mixer last night. So thank you for doing that. No problem. But it was a, yeah, it was a very it was a great night, and it felt uh, it was it was very fun to be in that setting. Some new people, some familiar faces, some mm-hmm. delicious food, a beautiful view, a pool uh, that was heated. Uh, I did not get in, unfortunately. I was wearing suede, um, but overall. <laughs> just a real positive vibe uh great to do it and it, it's mm-hmm. always fun when tj and i take this podcast for an off-site and we're able to bring that content back for you mm-hmm. um because as you you know as you sit in your basement in bushwick uh on discord listening to this podcast i want to let you know there's hope for you mm-hmm. um that, that one day you can make a tele and get invited to a party where you can eat food that's bad for you and listen to music that you sort of like mm, yeah that 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 website blackbird spy plane they have they have their recon and we have ours exactly yes we, yes you know how emily oberg's house party was not not no damn organic lab shit bro no we ain't got no merrills on this side my man <laughs> um no but uh it, it was fun and it was a good time and i i love uh seeing good looking people dressed up that's really what i'm craving more than anything in this life one takeaway um, that i had this morning i woke up and the first thing i thought of was like and it was a, a a feeling that believe it or not i rarely have which is i feel like i need to send a gift a thank you gift for being invited to that well, we showed up uh, with a, a small bouquet of flowers and, of course, a bottle of natural wine. Um, like a good guest, uh, I do that. And, and beforehand, I don't show up. I don't do that afterwards. But you should do something. And and, and I'm sure um, someone will take care of that, and it will not be you. Um, but I think that's a, I think that's a great <laughs> yeah, idea. Well, I mean, I'll pick it up, but I'm not – I mean, someone's going to have to pay for it. But, I mean, I will. Oh, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm th- hey, I think hey, I'm going to get – can I um- – can I hold the Chase Sapphire for a second? I just need to get some gas and like I got to pick something up. What's the limit on the Saffy? <laughs> the Saffy? Are, are we lean, right? <laughs> I, I agree, though. It is. It is. A, it was. It was. Wor- it's worthy of a, of a gift. I think I'm gonna. She, I, I'm. I'm gonna get her. Uh, maybe. Maybe hit the case of the the Nat Sherman Rainbow Rainbow Sigs. Yeah, that's a good. That's a great. That's a great gift. And also, like you know, she doesn't smoke and never will. But getting her a case of cigarettes seems like a, f- a funny gift for me as well. The classic TJ humorous gift that will also be useful for her. Her. I mean, this house is so crazy. It it, it begs for gatherings. You know, so <laughs> she doesn't have a choice but to be a hostess. She, um, she must gather. But yeah, I'm I'm not feeling so good today. It was a pro ass party though. Like I was never wanting for anything. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And I got to meet some cool guys too. I, I'm expecting Jason for this little get together tonight with um, former guest of the show, Nomi Fry. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that you know I can, I can, you can achieve that same level of service, well, but I'm not just, too confident. Let's just say you, we're not going to be a hundred percent on the production level that you experienced last night. Um, I'm, it's going to be a little bit more of a one man show, and unfortunately, that we all know that one man is I. Well, you know, if if you need a server, um, I'm sure you can hit Fiverr or uh, you know TaskRabbit. Uh, unfortunately, I'm unavailable as I'm I'm more of the guest of honor. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, yeah, you know, you can you can bring some some fizzy water. I have some stuff planned. I told you I got you a gift. Oh yeah, that's right. You got me a gift. Damn, this is this is a good weekend. I like it so far. I got a gift. For, I got a gift for you. I'm, I'm also I met a new friend that I think could be a line to future gifts for you of of varying values and rarities. That was remarkably vague and cryptic to the point where now I am I won't be able to concentrate on the 
the second half of this podcast hour because I'll be wondering what that is. Jason, I like to, wherever I go, I like to bring an air of, of mischief and mystery. You know, just, I like to, I like to keep them guessing, but, but don't worry about it. I'll, I'll deliver tonight. Damn, this is, this is cool. It's not, look, it's not something you're going to, you know, want to pass down to your son, but it's, uh-huh. it's, it's something that I know you like and it's clever and it's, you know, it's, it's a deep dive into a subculture that we're both somewhat familiar with, but certain people would like us to be more familiar with it. Oh. Twisted. Okay. That's right, Jason. Damn, every word another turn. <laughs> That's right. I am I am mystery. Uh I like it. <laughs> um but we should talk about our our um we're launching something tomorrow our that, gift to the world our gift to the world not not another episode of the podcast because that's the fucking gift as we all know but mm. something a little a little more interesting a little more timely um something that i absolutely don't understand mm-hmm. um that you've taken the lead on but let's start at the start let's start at the beginning and and you know about a week ago it was all good about a week ago um <laughs> it was the the one year anniversary of this podcast and we wanted to do something to celebrate, but something public facing, not just another high end meal, um, not just, you know, uh, uh, another trip, uh, something that we could share with our fans, our listeners, our viewers, our followers, mm-hmm. um, something special. We got a cake made. It was a nice, mm-hmm. it was like a birthday cake, or I, I guess it was more of a happy anniversary cake because it was the one year anniversary. And we we went to a local bakery uh, in Eagle Rock, got the picture cake made. It's a photo of of Chris and I lounging on the grass at the outdoor mall, the Americana. If you're on the Discord, you're familiar with this image as the header. And, uh, <laughs> and then we had the, uh, our plan was to take, uh, former guest Mark the Cobra Snake, old photographer friend, and who's known for taking photos of our other friend Steve Aoki throwing cakes at people's faces, and then we we recorded a video and, and a bunch of photos of Chris smashing me in the face with the with this cake, <laughs> <laughs> and he had a very I've never heard him sound more pleased and happy and tickled in in my entire life and i i've spent a lot of time tickling this old ox and it was it was remarkable how <laughs> i have to say it's the joy he was to hit me in the, the face joy the joy that this brought me um is kind of immeasurable um i wasn't expecting the sheer happiness to take over me the way it did my body was vibrating <laughs> um I was cackling, of course. My my laugh was infectious, um, and yeah. the, you know, it just, but I, I told the cake artist, I was like, "Hey, just to let you know, this is going to be a cake that is going to be thrown in someone's face. So, like, you don't, you know, make build the cake not for flavor, but more for explosions." And he did not understand that. His follow up question to that was, "So, do you want strawberry, vanilla?" And I'm like, "Bro." No one's eating this. It's going to be on the asphalt five seconds after the box is opened, and and he he I think he did a good job, and he made sure that it was a little bit more frosting than cake. the uh, The crumb of his sponge was not an issue that he was considering. As a first time cake smasher, you know I I did watch a lot of Aoki YouTube videos to prepare for this and sure. just check on the form and see what the deal is. But but I it's I will say that acting. my co- method my concern was that i would be the cake would be too dense and jason's giant schnoz would just indent it 
um, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't really, it wouldn't explode the way I wanted to. Yeah. The other fear was I would hit too hard with my um, velocity and force that I have that I've been working on yeah. in the gym. Hashtag undefeated. Hashtag UATCP, and 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 maybe injure Jason's. Um, uh, giraffe-like neck. Yeah, and it could that be a whiplash is, scenario, and we were all kind of exactly. About and that. for the amount of time he spends in front of his double screens uh, editing these podcasts, <laughs> that could cause him distinct pain. So, but when I when I made contact, the cake just exploded with such beauty and force. It, yeah. it, it was like a rainbow. You know, it was like a rainbow, <laughs> and. I'm I'm just dying laughing. I think Jason's also in shock, but laughing. Mm-hmm. Mark is snapping away and having a ball. And and I f- we forgot to mention where we were, Jason. We were standing on the on the front steps of the unfortunately now shuttered Standard Hotel on the Sunset Strip <laughs> of Hollywood. So we're we're in um, we're in West Hollywood on a after you know a Monday afternoon at three p.m. with the Cobra Snake. I'm smashing Jason in the face with a cake. It's splattering everywhere. Also, um, also a couple of things to note before we go on. We absolutely needed the guiding hand and and sage advice of of the Cobra Snake being there to he, and he had he had genuine tips for mm-hmm. throwing the cake in somebody's face he's like oh, well you know you got to consider this and you know make sure this angle is here and you got well, you like he he was a pro he knew he knew all about this he was a he was a smashing whisperer but then also i realized i may be the first person to have a cake thrown in their face or smash in their face that i that you also paid for yourself i i, I bought a cake mm. that was then usually somebody else buys the cake for the person and then they get smashed, but I I got smashed as well as fit the bill. Obviously, it'll come out of the how long gone PayPal account. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and um, yeah, but the the uh, the, on, the yeah Mark Mark was also just he's such a great vibe, you know. It's just mm-hmm. he brings a lot to the table, and I think being at that iconic location that we all have memories, you know, it it, it was just nice to be there. But mm-hmm. the twist we didn't see coming. Mm. is is really the most interesting part of this so we are we're standing around jason has cleaned his face off um with a towel that he did bring he failed to bring a shirt um so he did uh have to go um jacket no shirt mm-hmm. uh thank you to sam jane and the arterix family for that um <laughs> And so a, a young guy strolls out of the standard building, kind of out of nowhere. You know, we're not looking for this, and he's you know he's well, the security I saw him guard the whole time. And you, he was you, you had your back to him, oh, so you didn't see him. I didn't know. Wait, you go ahead. Then, and I please. and I kept looking. I, I was like, oh shit, security's coming. Out. Like from far away, I was like, oh, security guards coming out. You know, we're loitering on private property, and we just smashed a cake all over the ground. Like we're about to, we're not going to get in trouble or get arrested, but. You know, someone is going to be like, "You guys got to clean all this shit up," and that was a bummer. And and you were you were talking, and I was kind of giving you a little eyebrow, like, "Hey, you know, like five five zero, be cool." Yeah, um, but luckily, go, Jason, I'm not 12. a pussy, or nor am I scared of authority. So I I, I of course <laughs> turned around, and said "fuck twelve and ran toward. No, no, uh, he <laughs> he moseyed up. And Jason, did you make first contact? I think so. I think I just kind of said "howdy ho" to him, and then <laughs> and then we got off pretty quick to to a full-on convo where he was you know he let us know pretty quickly that he was he was there in peace and not uh, not to poo-poo on our parade and um we ended up kind of just hanging out with him for about an hour on the steps as i'm you know toweling frosting off of you know out of my so ear canal yeah we we find out that 
that Dan is is from Denver. Uh, he moved to L.A. Uh, for a chick, and, and they broke up. And he was working in hospitality, um, but because of the uh, cursed COVID nineteen virus, he had been downgraded to security guard, and recently had been transferred to, to the standard. But Dan was what twenty four? Yeah, twenty three, twenty four, something like that. Young guy, good looking guy. Dylan esque hair. Um, looked like a young Bob Dylan. Yeah, looked like a young Bob Dylan. But he just really. I don't know, man. We I, I, I and I, we kind of got deep with the guy pretty quick. Yeah, we we had uh, we we hit it off pretty well with him, and it was we were just kind of there was no reason why we were talking to him and why he was he was talking to us kind of out of boredom and just like see what these guys are doing. But we we didn't really have any reason to other than just our love of of chatting it up with strangers, as obviously you can see by this uh, this podcast that we make. You know, he told us about his 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 uh, high school experience. He told us about moving to California, how much he loves California, and you know, just what he does in his spare time. And just he seemed he li- he seemed like he lived a pretty simple life, but was was oddly like Jason. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he was he was he seemed pretty like content mm-hmm. um, and, and, and relatively satisfied. I liked that. It was kind of refreshing that he wasn't like I'm here to do. You know, like I'm going to take over mm-hmm. the world, like mm-hmm. some blind, dumb, young ambition. He was very measured and kind of like understood. He seemed like a little. He seemed wise beyond his years. Let me put it that way. A hundred percent. It made me have hope for the future of our of our youngsters, our generation coming up next. Because I was like, damn, like you know, a lot of a lot of young people are very smart and well spoken and, and educated and interesting. And I was not like that when I was his age. I was a fucking dumbass. no. I was not. No, 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 no. That was a no. true absolute piece of shit. So you know, th- that was kind of cool and exciting. And I was like, oh, there's like. You know, this guy knows a lot of stuff I and mean, he want you know, he, the stuff that he does want to do, you know, he was he was talking about like policy reform and like cannabis legalization and, and you know, reform for the laws and like freeing people who are locked up for, you know, simple marijuana crimes and all these things. And he just was a good guy with a good message. And he liked talking to us. We liked talking to him. And we we just had a conversation for an hour with a stranger for no other reason than just pure, you know, human curiosity, which I guess is kind of a, a thing that doesn't happen exactly. too much anymore. No, it doesn't. And especially with with the current state. But then, you know, also, um, I, I also liked it because he, he, he didn't believe us like we were like oh we do this podcast he's like yeah yeah <laughs> i'm like no no, no that's, that's what we do that's why we're here and then he would like look it up on his phone and be like shit okay i guess you guys really do do this <laughs> um every he checked everything and then he was like phone. whoa you guys know phoebe printers <laughs> he, che- he kept checking his he would check our, our our stories on his phone and 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 figure we were right and then he would just kind of it was just funny but the you know, of course, Mark was able to take a couple photos of him um, because he was casting for something, which uh, I also like. But basically, <laughs> I, I think Dan... I like I your face, da- kid. Let's get you out of that shirt, huh? Let's get you out of that shirt. Uh, I think Dan has a future, but it was just a great... It was, it was honestly a great afternoon, and it was just kind of... It, it. I think a little bit reinforced why we do this in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was one of those afternoons and uh, nothing you could have planned for. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it has led us to a a weird spot that that i don't personally understand but jason thinks it's something we need to do so like a good uh business partner i of course um am laying down and let jason um take control of our brand so if this is the last episode you ever hear me on um you know why uh so jason just walk the people into the fire Okay, well, you know, it's it's not. I, I guess I wouldn't say it's something that we need to do, but the, it's the world of NFTs, and obviously, both of us are not huge NFT fans. Chris more so than others. I, you know, I've I've paid attention to it here and there, 
and I have, you know, just like many other things, Clubhouse or whatever, like wondered how that can be applied to podcasting or our podcast specifically. Sure. How can we make this our own in, you know, mm-hmm. a, a unique way of doing it? And we were, you know, when the, when the whole boom was happening a couple of weeks ago, I was like, oh, what if for the one year anniversary, we auction off as an NFT our very first episode of the show one year ago to celebrate the one year anniversary. And we were talking to some people at Foundation. Uh, shout out to Jeff. Thank you for helping me out with some stuff. But as time kind of progressed and realized like, oh, you know, it's it would be more interesting and special and unique and we got a lot of inspiration from that conversation with with our friend dan the security guard you know instead of auctioning off the first episode to then auction off just simply a chance to appear as the guest on an episode of this podcast anyone you know whoever in the entire world you know wins this nft auction will we will FaceTime you and have a full hour-long podcast episode with you, just as if you were, you know, somebody who works at a cool magazine. If you were, yeah, if you were, as if you were an educated member of the uh, media elite, or maybe a musician, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, um, maybe somebody that just has gone to Dime Square a few times. <laughs> um, but but yeah, you your little boring ass uh, can come go toe to toe with me and Big TJ, and um, if that's not the spirit of NFTs, I don't know what is, uh, mm. and I don't know what it is. So um, <laughs> yeah, I, so I don't we, know. If we know it, it was an interesting. It was an interesting way to like, how can we make NFTs unique to us? You know, and and something that would be fun for us as well as new for the whole platform. And you know, if there's a, a fan out there who really likes the show and would love to be a guest on the show and is never going to be famous enough for Chris to DM to appear on here. Now is the time. And you know, whoever wins the auction will, will be on the show for an hour. You know, they can ask us questions. We'll ask you questions, et cetera, et cetera. It'll be a full improvisational episode for the world to enjoy. Um, I think you know. the, 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 the one part we should stress is the higher the, the win is the, the higher monetary value, um, the shittier we're going to be to you. So, you know, if you if you pay 20 racks, we'll be cool. You know what I'm saying? You pay 25, 30, 40, 50 racks, get, prepare for the barbecue, bitch, because it's about to be... We're putting the coals on, and Jason has a fucking bick. Mm-hmm. And if you... And if, you know, if we get six figures... Roast us. Yeah. Oh, at six figures, at six figures, I want you to make fun of my parents. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. You, you know what I mean? It's it's fine. And I think that it's also a, a testament to the to the medium. Some of the best podcasts uh, I've ever listened to episode-wise have been surprises. You know what I mean? As far as mm-hmm. like it wasn't, it wasn't the, you know, these celebrities that do this all the time and they, they do, you know, obviously they're doing press for their film or their, their record or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to give you the canned answers. You know what I mean? But this, you know, some Bitcoin billionaire, you know, from Tucson, um, <laughs> tapping in with me and TJ, we could really uncover some shit here. You know what I mean? This guy could have committed a murder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, we, like we, we could, we could crack something really, really deep here. Um, mm-hmm. we're, I'm going to get to the bottom of it and I don't care who's at the top. Exactly. Exactly. So, I think this is an opportunity um and and i know a lot of you dorks have made a lot of money off this cryptocurrency thing um (laughs) and of course my gen x ass has has sat by and let it pass me and uh i i just you know like an idiot i work for my money um which is seems like (laughs) it's kind of out of style now but you know this feels like a a proper entrance into this world that feels authentic to the how long gone brand and also not only do you get to come on the show but you also own the video of me 
smashing Jason in the face with a cake, which is truly priceless. Yeah, and it, and and this video, um, you know, was is in collaboration with with Mark the Cobra Snake, so it was it was directed and conceptualized by him, and then the the artwork itself is kind of in the style of a baseball card. Um, you know, to kind of play off of the collectible memorabilia angle of everything. And it was, you know, the art direction by our, our dear friend, Yimi Yeo. So it is truly a multimedia collaboration between How Long Gone, Jason, Chris, Mark, and Yeo all together for, for one thing. So, you know, and obviously, you know, any, any profits being made will be shared between everyone. And uh, as well oh, as hold on, a hold small donation will be given I, I to my um, Wells Fargo business checking. <laughs> I didn't. Hold on. We're sharing. Wait. Well, we'll talk about this off, <laughs> offline. I, I'm not really. I it's don't important love to, to pay artists. It's important to pay artists, Chris. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, we, we're lucky to have them collaborating with us. And also, you know, if they get a little taste, if they get to wet their beak, then they'll be more inclined to you know, share it on there. And it's the way I like to do business. Oh, I see. So you're saying we have to pay, we have to pay these verified blue check nerds to signal boost this, this art that we made. It's not necessary, but it definitely it helps. helps. Definitely helps. Yeah. I agree with you. I love signal. As a, as a blue check nerd myself, it, it would be yeah. nice. It would be nice. So that's our, that's our plan to enter the realm. And, and, you know, I, but I there's think more that, Chris, there's more. Oh wait, there's more. In addition to getting this, this unique non-fungible piece of artwork and then the chance to appear as a full-fledged guest on how long gone you will also receive the very final can of mud coffee in existence it's literally sitting in my refrigerator refrigerator right now i saved it for a special occasion i didn't want to drink the last one so chris and i will if you want us to you know autograph it for you or if you, if you would not want us to autograph it that's fine i will i will wipe the can down in uh bleach uh for, for covid-19 <laughs> uh regulations before putting it in the mail of course we'll send it fedex um we we do not uh we we, we can't trust the usps at this time mm-hmm. unfortunately and then i love to support them <laughs> and then lastly the winner will also receive um a complete run of all of our merchandise for the next year, we're we're going to be releasing a bunch of merch this year. Hopefully, quarterly. You know, whoever wins that will get the full run of of all the products before and one, one piece, one size. You little stingy loser! <laughs> like we're not giving size? you, we're not we're giving you one for your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your sister. Mm-hmm. None of that shit. You get one. You get one. You get. If we make twelve things, you get twelve things. You don't get thirteen. You don't get fifteen. You get twelve. Mm-hmm. And you you will receive that obviously for no no money and you will also receive it ahead of time before anyone else does so you get a little you know cool bragging rights you can you get to premiere our merchandise before anyone else does so even ourselves yeah i don't care about our merchandise i'm not gonna wear it so you should um (laughs) (sighs) it's a it's a it's a it's a big opportunity jason it's a big opportunity for a fan or someone who's looking to just raise their profile in um a certain space Mm -hmm. you know that maybe maybe you're trying to break in to the world of 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 media maybe you're trying to break into the world of music fashion culture i don't know what you're trying to do yeah are you are you a rich stand-up comedian who wants to do a tight hour and we judge you do you have a new invention and you want us to you be the platform mm. Shark Tank style for you to spread your message? You know, are you a born again Christian and you want to try to convert us for an hour? The list goes on. That's a great. I would love for a Christian <laughs> to take a hundred racks in a hundred racks out of the offering plate and give it to us and try to turn us. 
Yeah, but you know the the main spirit behind all of this is we you know we wanted to take something that is not really in our world or in our space and figure out a way to make it for us and enjoyable for you guys and for us and just like a fun interesting experiment to see to see what happens you know if it turns out great then amazing if it turns out horrible then it'll be an amazing horrible thing that we can all enjoy you know I'm, we're not also, we're not doing it for the money we're doing it for the love of of experimentation and art you know i'm doing it for the i'm doing it for Chris the money i think that money. i'm i'm um you know the other option here is like maybe maybe you know a, you're a, you're a record label you know you're trying to break a, a new artist like justin bieber or something <laughs> who has an album who has a new album that got a one star from the guardian today i noticed oh. so maybe you're trying to maybe maybe because the music isn't hitting you need to kind of come through the back door and we welcome you here at how long gone we'll absolutely take your ducats mm-hmm. and we will allow justin bieber to talk to us about jesus about how bad his wife is about <laughs> pissing in that mop bucket in miami about <laughs> selena gomez like about about drug use like we'll let him do that we'll let him air his grievances or promote his album on this podcast and we will reach the target demo that you're looking for mm-hmm. and dig deep justin dig deep if, if, um, if it is you so anyway we're, we're launching that today so look i don't understand this stuff i don't know how it works but if you know how to do it go go win because this is a once in a lifetime <laughs> opportunity to be part of the how long gone the, the, the quickly expanding um, mind-altering world of how long gone <laughs> is it is an exclusive club a velvet rope awaits mm-hmm. and i'm looking at my clipboard <laughs> and your name ain't on the list so so uh you know what i'm saying if you want to get on the list you know what i mean if you want me to say yeah welcome come on in instead of no it's a private party um you know what to do and even if you're just a rich person that wants to be friends with us if you give us enough money, we we will sort of be forced to be friends with you forever, and and you know yeah, we'll have yeah, to. I'm, I'm happy reply to your text messages and DMs and and all that stuff. It's just we're yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. good like That's that. Fine. Just to let you know. Yeah, yeah, I love I love being nice to rich people, especially if it benefits me. Um, <laughs> You know, just quickly, Jason, moving on. So that's that's happening. That's happening tomorrow, or excuse me, that's happening today, Monday. Yeah, just pay attention to our our socials. I'm sure we'll we'll post. Yeah, Jason's going to build some assets for me and make sure I use the correct language so I don't sound stupider than I already do. That's right. But speaking of entertainment, um, mm-hmm. I, I did. I was able to catch the the uh, Netflix documentary about the uh, the college admission scandal. College admission scandal. Yeah, I I actually. I watched like the first 15, 20 of it when I was falling asleep on the couch last night. It's insane because it's reenactments. So first of all, Matthew Modine is in it, which is amazing, Mm -hmm. but it's a big, it's a, it's a a big Mo, uh, which sounds like a baseball player. Um, but he, uh, so, so it's a, it's a reenactment, but all of the dialogue is from wiretaps. So it's like the actual words these people said, delivered by actors in a reenactment setting which is i don't think that's never really been done before right it's very weird but i liked it i liked it and i also i i didn't care about this because it's just to me it was like yeah it's unfair but this is how the world works like rich people do things that other people don't get to do but the the way it was all working and the way i i just don't have a lot of i also just don't have a lot of knowledge about like college and um, admissions mm-hmm. especially so he, he was um, there they were saying there's there's three ways to get into college you got the front door which is you you are a exceptional student and you get accepted because you have good grades and extracurricular activities and whatever it is or you have the back door which is your dad or your mom or your legal guardian you know buys a fucking library for 30 million at harvard and then you know you have a, a good chance of getting in, but you're not guaranteed. And then this guy had the side door, which is he created some a way to get in by you know giving whatever five hundred thousand instead of thirty million 
but he's guaranteeing that your kid will get in. But it was like this weird network of like uh, of I, mean, I guess his history is uh, a basketball coach, so he like went through the athletic departments of these schools. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just it, it's very interesting, and like I still don't care about that story because I don't care about college, and I also don't care about fairness. Um, you know, but <laughs> but uh, I do think it's crazy. I mean, I, I I'm joking, but I think that the like um, the pressure for kids to go to school and like watching these these like 16 or 17 year olds like you know cry because they didn't get into their first choice and just the pressure it it just it seems really unhealthy to me yeah it's like oh that's my safety school (laughs) but it's just it just seems the whole system is twisted of course and i think that's why this was obviously you know this was able to happen because the system is so fucked like if these athletic you know if the the sailing coach at stanford was paid more than you know seventy thousand dollars a year and the the program wasn't on you know basically these sports that don't make the schools any money mm-hmm. need to raise money. So there's this immense pressure on these guys to raise money. So if some guy shows up and says, I'll give you 500000 you just got to consider this, this fucking mm-hmm. you know, teenager, and I'm going to give you all the paperwork, even though it's fake, but you don't know that. Mm-hmm. That's the other best part. I think that I should try to apply to college with a fake water polo scholarship of uh, <laughs> pictures of me in a local pool photoshopped into a, a, a competitive scene. I, I don't know if you got to that part. It's the yeah, coolest yeah, part. where the, they would stage photo shoots with with kids to be like, all right, you're going to be. I guess that's kind of like the Lori Laughlin's daughter or whatever. Like you're, they made her like a on the rowing team or something like that. Yeah, she was a coxswain, or th- I think is the term. <laughs> yeah. um, but she, but it's like the reason Lori they got. Co- it's also like Lori Laughlin's daughter is literally like a famous YouTuber. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, if she's YouTubing all, the, I see her daily life on YouTube, and she's never ever mentioned this, and there's <laughs> no time for her to do this. But her counselor at her like private school basically ratted her out but just the, the wire the wire tapping and like the drive to do this and just it, it's interesting it's some human condition shit so is that guy in jail now yeah i think or so is that a spoiler alert i can't remember i didn't finish the whole thing. i got i have like 20 minutes left damn you were gone off the edibles too i like it um no i watched it a couple days ago and unfortunately the only edibles i'm gone off of are fucking you know gluten-free <laughs> peanut butter cookies um so you know it's not it's not quite the same um but yeah it was some good it was some good yeah these last couple of 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 documentaries that i've watched on some of these streaming services have actually been good so i'm I'm kind of i'm excited about that i think docs are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger i fucking love them i mean look everything i mean people are talking about something called the Zack snyder cut of a movie called (laughs) justice league which i said last night i was like i thought justice league produced for rick ross like i don't know who the fuck who the fuck is justice league like what that i I, it's just like that's like a comic it's a comic book crew the justice league so this guy last night told me he's like oh yeah it's four hours (laughs) i'm like four you expect me to watch some fucking comic book characters for four hours Dude, people love this shit, man. My brother, my brother likes watching that shit, and he's a cool guy who's smart. Some people just get bit by the fucking Marvel, DC, whatever bug. What is the appeal of that? Just being able to check out and live in a fantasy world? You know, some people like Beanie Babies. Just I don't know what it is in them. That, well, that you can make it. money with those. You can't. You definitely can't make money or get any tail being a comic book person, bro. If I had the Princess Diana Beanie Baby, mm-hmm. <laughs> bro, the original NFT. I mean, of course, I hate comic books and everything that has to do with them. But I also, it's it's more to me the commitment of watching a four hour movie or or something that's that long where you have to break it up into parts mm-hmm. is just kind of insane to me. Like that, just I just can't. I couldn't do that. I don't think. Yeah, but if it's if you love it, if it's your absolute favorite thing, then I can't get enough of the content. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if, but like I'm not gonna watch four hours. Four hours is a long fucking time. I'm not gonna watch four hours straight of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> 
It's my favorite thing. Like, what I'm if not there was one epic four-hour-long episode? It was, and they they release it in the theaters. Would you? I, that people would do that. That's actually a great idea. I would do that because I'd have to. T- I mean, that's I live to talk about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That feels more relevant to me than it's part than of your job character. It's part of my job. Thanks to this podcast, everything is fodder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it is an odd thing to to have like these comic book movies that are like these characters that are you know for children and when we were five years old that's when we were supposed to love superman but then you you, know, you grow up and you become a rich 40 year old and then you're like i want i still want superman and we got to make a pg-13 superman where somebody makes a joke about elon musk let joke. me tell you about my nightmare a comic book movie where they're talking about elon musk that's truly my hell so thank you for bringing that to light well, and, you know, and, and like, letting me know how bad it could get there's been a couple comic book movies that i have been okay with like iron man you know that's an that's a, i don't know when iron man was created but you know the 60s or something like that in the iron man movie there's a scene where he's having a party and dj am rip is djing at it so that's like you know they want to see how this is this character from from your is going to be translated into into the nowadays times i i believe gwyneth paltrow's in those movies actually so that's fine to me like star wars or lord of the rings or harry potter or all that stuff like it seems like there's a real story story and then for comic book shit the, the, i don't know what the story is it's just like the bad guys and the good guys and just i don't am i supposed to know that this person that is like aquaman is like friends with this, you know, Captain America. Like, there's no, there's nothing. I, for- I mean, I understand wanting to check out and just watch something stupid. I guess I just find that in reality television, which also is is. I mean, I think people speak the same way about that. So I, I understand that's just two sides of the same coin. But one isn't as nerdy uh, in my mind, so I've justified it. I mean, so Ant Man, I guess he's a guy that can turn into an ant. He was. That's literally what Ant Man does. Yeah, man. <laughs> Bro, that is dumb as fuck. He can he can shrink to the size of an ant. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> but you know, when you're an ant, you can do all kinds of stuff. You could you can crawl inside of Hitler's nose and get into his brain and start eating it, and he doesn't even know it. I'm I'm the fact that your mind goes there is troubling, <laughs> in, in a in a deep 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 way. Look, um, but I'm also I'm not a sucker for a shapeshifter. Okay, I didn't know that about you. Um. I am. I did not know that about you, but I. I should because as as your you know your closest confidant, friend, business partner, and co-host, you know I'm here to tell people that you do contain multitudes, and um, oh yeah, most of them are worthless, but some are beneficial to me and my wallet, and that is why we'll continue to do this. God bless. God bless. So what do you um? Well, I just want to thank you publicly for figuring out this NFT thing while I you know twiddled my thumbs. I have not uploaded it yet, so you know. Thank me when it actually happens, because I'm still pretty scared. All right, Jeff from Foundation, bang my line. Uh, if Jason fucks this up, I do have someone I could I could uh, put in place to represent us as far as the NFT space goes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, to all of our listeners out there who know, you know, dork ass crypto whales somewhere who have 300 million in in Ethereum, tell them, hey, you should get on a podcast, and I know how. Do you want to raise your profile? Do you want to have your profile raised by me, them jeans? This is the ultimate signal boost. You know, this really is the ultimate signal boost. But I'm, I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. It's time to get outside. I'm going to hit the Larchy Farmers Market. Oh, that's nice. Well, you know, it's sunny. It, it's the right thing to do. Um, I've already played tennis and had a smoothie today, so I'm basically done. Uh, some of us prioritize physical movement um, over Casamigos, and that's the difference mm-hmm. between me and you. Well, I am going to uh, edit this, do NFTs, and then prepare your dinner.
<laughs> oh, listeners, isn't isn't it good to be Chris D O double G? You know, I I gotta say, um, well, you know, Jason, we we have different we have different responsibilities when it comes to this uh, mm-hmm. business. Yeah, and um, well, luckily for me, my uh, my home office has a couple pretty big windows, and I could see that it is sunny outside, and there's some trees and stuff. So I'll be checking those out today. That's good. And also, to be fair, the the being the in-house chef at the How Long Gone Canteen does come with benefits, um, and I, I think that it's I don't I don't want to you know like some offices they have you know pita chips kind bars mm. you know we're more of a full service we're we're Google when it was really popping you know before the Facebook stuff you know what I mean it, it's it's we're a full service uh, restaurant canteen with uh, Stumptown Cold Brew on tap. Uh, we and, don't have kombucha and, on tap. We have Casamigos on tap, bro. Exactly, and healthy and just healthy options. Jason's always always preparing a healthy option. Thanks to Flamingo Estate for all the produce. <laughs> uh, it's really it's really nice, you guys. We love you guys. They're, they have uh, we such love an you guys. awesome space. You got to go down there and check it out in Highland Park. And also, you know, and also if you do work for the gluten free pretzel company Quinn's, stop ignoring our advances. Response to my fucking DMs, bitch. Come on, don't do this, to Jason. Send me the literal bag. I don't we want talked money. to you. The, we talked about you on a podcast with a famous person, and, we, and Jason's written about you twice in in I would say large to medium sized newsletters. Yeah, I had to. I did a tweet that says emergency Substack, <laughs> and then I was like, "Have you guys tried these?" <laughs> this is it's crazy the the disrespect we're getting from you, Quinn. And if Quinn, if you're a real person, don't let me catch you slipping. Because yeah. like if I see you if I see you adjusting bags at Whole Foods, I'll slap the taste out your mouth, and you're gonna buy those bags for me. Yeah, these aren't I, cheap pretzels, Jason. They're not, they're not cheap. I encourage you to drop a Quinn pin, and I will square up. <laughs> I will square up. I'll come all the way to Altadena to slap your ass and, and take some. I, I ain't afraid. I ain't afraid to hit a Seven Eleven by the airport and find you restocking. You're always coming for for a town. I'm kidding. I would never go to Altadena. Don't worry. Um, all right, Jason. I love your work, King. I'll see you later today, guys. Thank you for listening listening to this this episode. Uh, thank you for listening to all our episodes. Uh, How long gone? Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, wherever you listen to podcasts. How long gone? radio every saturday on spotify exclusively yeah the new episode that just went up went up this weekend we got some new tunes from lana del rey justin bieber the list goes on as well as some smaller artists as well as some artists that are actually listenable Mm -hmm. um and um yeah check out our nft tomorrow it's going to be a fucking motion picture today sorry i keep doing that daddy needs a new pair of shoes yeah, daddy. Yeah, da- yeah. That's what daddy needs. Daddy needs a lot of stuff. I, we didn't even talk about me. We didn't even talk about me copping at Louis yesterday at Beverly Center. We'll uh, save that. Small leather good was was procured. Don't worry. Maybe that'll. We'll have to work that into the NFT at the very end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there is there is photographic evidence of me copping. I don't just window shop. Fuck you. Um. All right, Jason. Uh, I will talk to you later. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. No.